0: God, hit your target today in the name of Jesus. Somebody came here waiting, anticipating, expecting something from you today, God. God, hit your target. Make the crooked straight, the rough plain. The mountains come down low and the valleys go up high. Do for us, God, what no other person or no other thing can do. And as always, we will give your name, all the honor, glory, and praise that it so rightly deserves. In Jesus' name, amen. Could you do me a favor? Could you give God your very, very best praise right now in the name of Jesus? Come on, your very, very, your very, 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 very best praise, because he's worthy to be praised from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. He's a mighty, mighty, mighty good God. Amen. Amen. All right, wow, the spirit of expectation, waiting, something that's on its way. The vision is yet for an appointed time, but though it tarry, wait for it, for it shall surely come. David says in the Psalms, wait, I say, on the Lord, be strong and be of good courage. Wait, I say. On the Lord, but I sort of like Isaiah, uh, Miss Susie said. Those that wait upon the Lord, Ha! shall renew. Oh, come on, Bible readers, shall mount up. Ah, knowing, 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 you'll never get weary and you'll never faint because you have that spirit of expectation. And since you don't know when that time will come. Be on guard. Be alert. Wait for it. Wait for it to come. I'll jump off here. A uh, little different crowd at 11. Y'all seem like y'all a little bit more, a little more energetic. And maybe it's me too. But uh, 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 mix it up a little bit today. Uh, you getting straight spirit today in the name of Jesus. Um, Psalm 62 and 5 says our hope. Our expectation. It comes from God, the source of hope. Romans 15 and 4 says, Such was written long ago in the past to test us for our learning. And these scriptures say that He gives us hope as well as encouragement. We're waiting for God's promises to be fulfilled. God promises fulfilled. This is where I'm hanging my hat. If that's okay, I'm gonna just hang my hat here. And um, if you put your hook there, you'll, you'll get it today. Old Testament, Jesus is coming. Gospels, Jesus is here. Epistles, why Jesus came revelation. Jesus is coming again. Jesus is coming again. Jesus is coming again. Do you believe Jesus is coming? It's Advent and Jesus, Jesus is coming again. Therefore, I have this spirit of expectation, this spirit of anticipation, this this mind of revelation that Jesus is coming again. Where did where did, this hope, where did this hope come from? Well, according to Romans the eighth chapter, that this hope is based in the Spirit, 8:16. 8:17 says, Romans, that we are an heir of God and a joint heir of Christ. And we might as well not stop there. We are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a precious treasure, a holy nation. We are God's prized possession. Matter of fact, he says, you are a treasure unto me. And I love you so much that I gave my only begotten son to die so you could live. It's something about this lesson of love. Love covers a multitude of sin. It's something about that love. At at Hope Elam, we try to say love makes the difference. It's something about, it's something about, it's something about the lesson of love. God loves us so much, He, he wants you to know how valuable you are to him. You are so valuable to God that uh, Mark 10, 45, he says he gave himself ransom for you. You don't ransom something unless something has value. You need to lay your hands on yourself right now and say, God, I'm valuable today. This lesson, this lesson, this lesson, this lesson, this lesson of love, it's because God has poured his love into our hearts through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And and sometimes lesson is a hard lesson to learn. Love is a hard lesson to learn. We must be astute. Uh, Must be astute in this lesson. God is trying to teach us something in this lesson. Now learn a lesson. God wants to teach us. Because when we sort of miss the mark, the teacher has to show up and give us direction. We miss the mark when lack is all around us, and you get nervous we We miss the mark when there's limitations all around us and 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 and, and we think we cannot reach the upper echelon uh, uh no doubt about it uh we we get to the point where we start settling for less. God God promises life and life more abundantly, but you find yourself settling for less because you are caught up in your limitations. Then your limitation produces lack. Then when there's lack, God has to learn us a lesson. Are y'all with me? Are y'all ready to learn the lesson today? Let's go to Abraham. Let's go to Abraham. Um, no, uh, Uh, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. My yoke, my yoke, my yoke. Couple with me, hook up with me, and learn from me. Hook up with God and let God teach you. Hook up with God, and matter of fact, he tells Joshua in Joshua 1.8, meditate on my word day and night, and then you will prosper, and then you will have great success. But what I want you to learn, it's in the word of God, and you need to couple with me. You need to hook up with me so you can learn from me. Now we'll go to Abraham. Watch this. Abraham, the father of the faithful, If nobody was supposed to believe in God, it was Abraham. But watch Abraham. He sort of got off his square, and then God had to teach Abraham a lesson. Oh, y'all with me? I hear somebody with me. Watch it. Then the Lord said to him, ah, the Lord, the Word. Then the Word came to Abraham. No, your servant will not be your heir. See, God had to step in because Abraham tried to offer his servant, Eliezer, up to God and say, this is who you make my heir. He didn't believe God. Even he he believed God when God told him to get out your father's house and go to a place that I'll show you and I'll bless those who bless you and I'll curse those who curse you. He believed God so much in Genesis 12. He built an altar to God. He believed God, but by the time he got to Genesis 15, something had happened. You loved God before the pandemic, but now the pandemic is here. You act like you don't Now you act like you don't know God. So God has to teach us. Come on. Ah, you're with me. For you will have a son of your own, and he will be your heir. Abraham. It sort of kicked back in. And then if you stay in Genesis 15, verse 18, he told Abraham to look out. Look out, Abraham. 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 And whatever you see, I'm going to give that to you. I'm, I'm going to give you everything that you see. All you have to do, Abraham, is look out. And then when Abraham looked out, then uh, Genesis 15 and 6, it says that he believed in. Ah, look out. Watch it, my brother. Now look in. You done looked out. Now look in. Because all you need is inside of you. Ah, those who hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled if you ha, Come on with me. Look in. So you looked out. You look in. It's only one thing left in verse 5. I wish somebody had a Bible reader looking at their phone. Then he tells you look up. Ah, look up into the hills when we've cometh your help. Your help coming from God, the maker of heaven and earth. Don't look down, my son, my daughter. No, look up. Look up. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of my faith. Don't look down, look up, then look out, didn't look in. Oh, y'all ain't with me, yeah. Ah, because there's lack. There's lack. But then after Abraham looked in, Abraham started to lean on God. He leaned on God because it was a lack. I had no son. He leaned on God because of limitation. Uh, I'm too old to produce an heir. Uh, Then Abraham started settling for less. I'm going to make Eliezer my heir when God told me I would have a child out of my own bowels. Oh, I'm talking to somebody today. But then Abraham, he knew God. Could make dead things come to life. Abraham, he knew if he started thinking, speaking of things as not as if they were, they would come to fruition. Then Abraham hoped, he kept hoping. The Bible says he hoped against hope. He had no reason to hope, yet he he kept hoping. And then if you go down to Romans 4, verse 20, it says that Abraham was convinced and he was persuaded because God could do what he promises to do. My God is able to do what he promises to do. Who believe God is able to do what he promises to do today? In fact, in fact, he gives you the ability. Ah, He gives you the ability. Then everyone will see the son of man coming with a great power and glory. What I want to pick out today, the word dudamus, power, ability, Deutemus, power, ability. That comes from the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The anointing of the Holy Spirit gives you that spirit of expectation, gives you that spirit of anticipation. And once you have that Holy Spirit and once you have that power, then you're able to go out and bring God glory. Oh, y'all ain't with me yet. Let's go to, y'all going to catch me. Let's go to Mary and Elizabeth. Watch how powerful this is. The anticipation. The anticipation. You had to know John the Baptist. That's the baby who is in there. Come on, they're still protoplasma. They're not yet a baby, but even then, watch it. At the sound of Mary's greeting, John the Baptist, he leaped. Because he anticipated the Messiah, the Holy One of Israel. He anticipated, he knew that he was going to say, Behold, the Lamb of God, the one who comes to take away the sins of the world. And when Mary spoke, the child leaped. And when the child leaped, Elizabeth was filled. Oh, y'all ready? Y'all when the child leaped because of the power, Elizabeth got the spirit. Oh, my God, because they were filled with anticipation. And watch it. And when I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb, it done went from a leap to a jump. That's how good God is. When he's going, he's coming. When he's up, he's down. When he's in, he's out. That's God. And the baby leaped. The baby jumped for joy. Ah. And Mary, and Mary, she couldn't take it. In verse 47, Mary said, my soul, praises God, my soul magnifies the Lord, my spirit rejoices in my Lord and Savior, and you would have shouted too if you had heaven treasure in your womb, you carrying around round baby, how can you not shout? And you got baby, Jesus. That's what I pray for some of you who've never shouted. I pray for the Holy Spirit and power come on you, and you start leaping and jumping for no reason. People will look around and say, what you leaping and jumping for? I want you to say, because God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. He picked me up, turned me around, placed my feet on solid ground, and I'm a new creation. You got to get along you got to get a jump. you gotta, you got to get a leap. And you have, you have that authority. You've gotten it from the Holy One of Israel. And he's placed, he's placed it in you. So much so, Micah 3.8 says, truly I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord. Zechariah 4.6 says, not by might, not by power, but by my Spirit. Luke 4.14 says, Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit and power, returned into Galilee. But this is the one that I like. I like Acts 10.38. It says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. And he went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And when God is with you, you can live out Philippians 4.13. I can do all things. I can do everything through Christ who gives me the strength. When you know God is with you, you can do 1 John 4, 4, greater is he that is in me than he who is in the world. When you hook up with Jesus, you can do Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, nothing shall return or succeed because I am hooked up. I'm hooked up with God. Turn to your neighbor and say, Do you got the hookup? Turn to the other side and say, Do you got the hookup? People online, do you got the hookup? Oh, ability. I'm astute in my ability. I'm Second Timothy 215. I'm studying to showing myself approved. I'm 2 Peter 3.18. I'm going to grow in grace and in knowledge of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm not going to live out Hosea. I'm just gone now. Y'all just got to pray with me. I'm just with Jesus. Hosea 4.6 says, my people will be destroyed for a lack of knowledge. In other words, you don't know God but you don't know like I know who he is, what he does, and I have a spirit of anticipation, expectation, and revelation that he's coming again. Mm. So be alert. You on guard? You on guard? I see it. I seen it. She blinked her eyes. She was like, you better leave me alone. I'm on point. You on guard? She was like, yeah. Then she blinked my eyes like my wife. Then I knew that. That's my walk. I like to have fun with the crowd sometimes. You got to be alert. You got to be on guard. Jesus is coming. How do you know? How do you know? He's already came. How do you know in Gospels He's here? How do you know in the Epistles, the letters of Paul? Come on, here, yeah, why He was here and He's coming back. So, come on, be on guard. Uh, I hear. Get ready. Get ready, Hope Elam, because what's about to come after the pandemic? Get ready. So if you can't speak to me now while it's just us, how you going to speak to me when the people come? You better start speaking to me now so when the people come, they'll see we like each other. They'll see we love each other. They'll see that we are the church. And this is why. This is the vision part of the sermon. I don't know who I'm talking to because this is an assignment church. In other words, God has called Elam and Hope Des Moines to come and form Hope Elam so he could teach us. Oh, y'all missed it. So we can learn of him. So we can have action. huh? The assignment, Moses on assignment. Moses was on assignment. What was Moses' assignment to lead the Israelites out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, and into the promised land? That was his an assignment. But watch this. I'm going to read it through. And then myself, I'm going to hang my hat here. And then we almost gone. I got excited because I'm looking for Jesus because he's coming back. <laughs> Moses was taught in all the wisdom of the Egyptians. At 930, I read it all, but here, stop. Stop. Annette, Moses was a Hebrew. Ooh, yum. Moses was a Hebrew, but God sent him to the Egyptian house. No. God didn't send him to the Egyptian house. God sent him to Pharaoh's house. Pharaoh was the king. When God got an assignment for you, even though you are different from the people you're going to help, God will still make a way. Come on, Joseph. Joseph went from the pit to the palace. Come on, where a Bible reader. Joseph got caught up in Potiphar's house. Ah, but Joseph, when he was caught up in Potiphar's house, Joseph went from in jail to second in command. I got to jump because some people from Elam and some people from Hope don't realize when God got you on assignment, he'll make a way out of no way. He'll turn a stumbling block into a stepping stone. He'll be a bridge over troubled water. Don't mess with God. Don't mess with him. He will send a black man into a white man's house and say, learn, be taught, fulfill the assignment. Now, I'm going to say it only because I can. Sometimes the assignment is not for everybody. He was powerful in speech in word. Ha! He was powerful in his word. The reason we need to learn the word is because the word encompasses our witness. What we say about God. How we testify about God. The only way you can witness is that you got to get in the word. And you need to be in the word because you need to do action. That's the work. So you need the word. Ha! You need to witness because you got to go to work. I just told you this church is on an assignment, and our assignment is to go to work. It's not to be a big church. It's not to be all that. It's not to be better than anybody. No, this assignment is to go across the highways and byways and feed the hungry, clothe the naked, comfort those that who mourn. We got an assignment. To do, this is a church of word. This is a church of witness. This is a church of work because it's the will. Oh, for free. Got his will for free. And the reason you want to do his will, I'm done here, Bonnie, is because he's coming back. Oh, Um, uh, uh, I can't take no more. No, Mars. No, Mars. I, I done got my own self happy because this sermon is for me. I didn't come here for form or fashion or outside show. I came here to do the will of God. I came here to do the work of Jesus. And if we do, there will be an explosion. This is only our third week here. A lot of people checking it out. We're encouraging you to get connected. But I do know something, and this is my prayer. This is my spirit of expectation every day, Miss Susie, when y'all call. That everybody will realize it's a personal relationship with God. And you got to go into your own secret closet. Elam, don't come because of me. Hope Des Moines don't come because of John. You better come because of Jesus. And he's coming back with an explosion. He's going to leave evidence, y'all. I'm not playing church. I done done that. I'm not being religious. I done done that. I want to be spiritual now, and I hope you do too, because Jesus is coming. Jesus is here. We found out today why Jesus came, and guess what? He's coming back again. Reverend, if you'd like to stand and sing with us, please do. God, we love you so much. Thank you, praise team, but not thank you, sweetie. Thank you so much. Come on, give it up, give it up, give it up for His glory. Come on for His glory. Come on for His glory. For His glory, I will do anything. Because I want to be where you are. Thank you, praise team, Mom. What a time today. This is how I want it to be. We just got to come and experience God and encounter God. And y'all have to forgive me. When I experience God and when I encounter God, I just let him have his way. And I'm hope and pray as you experience God. And as you encounter God, you will let God have his way. If it means jump and jump, if it means leap and leap, if it means clap and clap, if it means stomp and stomp, if it means yell, yell, if it means sit down and be pensive and be quiet, you must realize that sometime God comes in a still small. He ain't always demonstrative. Sometimes he's quiet. Jesus. So he can talk to you. So he can teach you. So you can learn of him. So you can be astute. So he can fill you with his ability. And once he fills you with his ability, you'll be alert the reason you'll be alert is because you're about to go in action and you got to be on guard. And the reason you're on guard is because Jesus is coming. Again. And when he shows up in your life, Jed and already told you what to say. When you see your Lord and Savior again face to face when he comes back, Jed told you just say yes I will yes I will God yes I will and now unto him Jesus God I feel your anointing in this place so much as I stand where Dr. Martin Luther King stood Jesus the anointing of God is in this place and if we just humble ourselves and if we just decrease and let his Holy Spirit and power increase. than no eyes have seen. No ears have heard. No mind has conceived. What God has prepared. For those. Who love him. God as we depart from this place. God but never from your presence. We want to tell you all the time. That we choose praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Go be the church. Go be the church.